podcast up in the ring with the greatest tag team of podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travesty. I'm Dizzle J. And of course, uh, to kind of repeat last week, uh, Mary's here. Woohoo! And she's here for a special event because we are celebrating 50th episode today. 50! 50! Now, uh, kind of like I mentioned, I think last week, uh, Dizzle J, you're going to host this show. I, I am, and I you are. I botched the opening. You so did. We had, to, we had to have you do it. You did. Which, it, which, you know, at, at this point, fifty episodes in, I get it. You know, it's you know when when you have you know when you don't do it ever. Oh yeah. And you just get thrown right into it. I get it. I get the guy, the nervousness. I, I know, right? It's, it's not as easy as it looks. I, I, I started it. off so strong with you it did, too. Though. I had the excitement strong. behind it and then just flatlined. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But, but it's the effort that that counted, right? Yeah. yeah, a for effort. Yeah. Right? yeah. Fuck yeah. Thirty-three percent. Thirty. But this is it. This is our fiftieth episode. This is this is what we've been working forward to. We're over nine hundred views now. We are. We are actually. I just looked up before we started. We're at nine fifteen. Nice. Nine fifteen. Which uh, I think I think our goal was to hit nine hundred by the fiftieth. So we absolutely did that. It was awesome. We've been awesome to hit a thousand. But you know, it, it's just one of the things. Like when we when we sit there and you take such a break from it for such a long time, kind of like how, what we had to. Yeah, what we had to. Um, it's just amazing to know that when we did. Um, when we right before we went on hiatus uh, back in May or June of last year, I think we were only at like four hundred something listens. So I mean, the fact that we hit five hundred views over the last twenty episodes exactly. is pretty awesome. So and, and, and of course, you know, a lot of it is due to the work that we put into it oh, yeah. uh, as a podcast. But we can't do it without the people who listen to the show. Definitely, and if you really think about it too, when we came back, we came back stronger. Yeah. And it was so much better, so much more fun, too. I mean, we had a lot of fun before, but now you can really hear it when we talk. And, yeah. And no. I'm actually listening to the show now, so. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Fuck. <laughs> 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 no, and you know, you're right about that, because it's like um, I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago, you know, because of the 50th episode coming up and everything, um, I did go back and start from episode one to kind of like hear how, you know, we progressed and evolved and. Really, before we took our break, before we kind of jumped back into it, there there wasn't a lot of excitement that we really brought to it. Right. I mean, and there was always a slow build to, you know, to that certain point of certain episodes. Yeah. But, you know, really, like, you know, we I used to kick out the show, like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time you're going to step in the ring. Like, there was no excitement. Behind oh, yeah. It. I remember listening to it yeah, last time. Yeah. So, it was really, it was really dull and everything. It, there was so, it was such lackluster uh, effort into it. But I'm glad that we were able to rebuild and come back to what we were, to what we are now. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, like, I mean, when we look at it now, okay, like I said, we 50th episode. We are hitting 50 today. This this is our 50th episode. On top of that, um, we got the we got the, sh- the store up for the shirts we're going to talk about later on in the episode. Um, you know, we, we have our network up, you know, FreakNet Studios. I love that name. So I'm excited for it. I got that updated on, the, um, on our uh, store, if you will. So it says... Three next two years right there on top of it. Nice. Still haven't told Alan about it, but yeah, well. So, <laughs> but, well, yeah. if he listens to the show, he should already know. Oh, God, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, of course he's a listener. Well, of course. Everyone's a listener. We're going to plug his podcast. Sure, be right? Listening. Yeah, fuck yeah. But uh, I'm really excited <laughs> for it. Um, and this, you know, it's just, it's just us moving forward and just getting bigger and bigger, you know. Like I said, like we we are gonna look into doing Patreons down the road, kind yeah. of kind of a benefit for us, but to kind of give more back to our listeners, um, as well as you know trying to figure out YouTube content and stuff like that. Especially when it comes to um, 
our pay-per-view predictions and stuff like that. You know, we're looking at getting a giant whiteboard that we put up on the wall so we can write our predictions on there instead of the post-it note. <laughs> that fall. Yeah. So, and then, you know, obviously, uh, but next uh, next week we're doing predictions for WrestleMania because WrestleMania is just a week away. Yeah. And, oh, man, this WrestleMania, I'm not really super excited for, though. It, it, it's sad, really. Why is that? Because there's not, you're really, I'm looking forward to the Women's Raw match. Which is the main event. Yeah, Which is the main is event. The it was announced that it is the main event. This and is and the it should first be. Women's even, main event for yeah. WrestleMania. It's going to change. I it's gonna, it's it. gotten changed, though. With Charlotte winning the title on SmackDown. Oh, definitely. I feel like Asa. Yeah. It's going to be like a four. It's going to be something. Or like we had talked about uh, with Dizzle J and I, we had talked about how they might unite the Women's Championship into one main championship. Oh, God, they better name They can't. I get it's a possibility, but I hope that they don't just because it gives the large amount of women competitors who are on Raw and SmackDown their own separate entities to do what they're doing on their own. Exactly. The, ta- exactly. the, the tag team, I get, I get having the tag team champions being on both shows because they don't have the volume of women to make tag teams out of. Because, if, I mean, if they did a tag team for SmackDown, tag team for Raw, you're pretty much going to have the Iconics taking on... Um, uh, Naomi and Carmella. Yeah, or uh, Fire and Desire, whatever yeah. the fuck it is. But then when you do that, you kind of take them away from seeing competition, and then you're just left with Asuka, Charlotte, and Becky. And that's really all that's kind of left afterwards. We, you know, you take away from the Iconics, Naomi and Carmella and all that You, stuff. you really don't want to see that ring around, keep going no. and going and going. You want someone in the mix at all times that's going to shake things yeah. up or be different. And yeah. right now, that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. So hopefully they stick with that. And, and also... Uh, Oh, fuck, what was I going to say? It gives the women uh, the kind of the... It gives them the feel of how it has been, you know, before the women tag team titles and everything. Like, now they're just traveling. But Becky and Sasha, I mean, they they, they they had the title match on Raw um, like a couple weeks ago. Yep. They had the title match against the Iconics on SmackDown, but they actually defend those tag titles at NXT before that, too. Yeah, they've, they've defended it quite a few times. Yeah. They actually lost to the Iconics in a non-title yeah. match. So I believe they're in a triple threat match with the Iconics and is it Jackson Tamina? It's it's, it's a fatal four way though. Is it? Because I think Natalia and Beth Phoenix are in it too. Nice. Oh yeah, I guess they are. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get more on that next week. Yeah, and that's all yeah. next week and everything. Um, we got a bunch of questions that we have to go over too. We're gonna do that. Um, as part of the fiftieth episode, huge shout out to all the guys I play Marvel's uh, Marvel's Contest of Champions with. That's an app game, really fun to do. Uh, they just poured in fucking questions when I mentioned That's that. awesome. So it's really cool. Shout out to everyone who does the freaking five with us every week. Um, props to you guys. And also super excited. Um, I fucking added to my Pops collection over the uh, last week. So I'm really yeah, excited for those that. Are, those are nice, man. Yeah. I'm very fancy. Absolutely. I got uh, I got the Rock at C2E2 when I went there. I got uh, Kane, Shawn Michaels, uh, Enzo and Cass. Off of eBay, never bought anything on eBay before. I fucking crushed that. I've only done eBay a couple of times. Never done yeah. it. And it's it's always just buy it outright. I was always hesitant about it because I'm just saying like you know I I don't know how they're gonna show up, but they fucking dude that fucking guy he packed everything into it. It was nuts, but super excited for that. But um, like I mentioned, uh, Jay, you're uh, you're hosting this show, so I'm gonna kind of take a step back and allow 33 percent to fucking crush it. 33 percent. Let's rock it. All right, we're going to dive right into the freaking five. It was this week we did top female stars that need to go in the Hall of Fame. Which I don't think a lot of people kind of understood the question. No, I don't think so either. But I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and start with the internet guys first. Yep. Um, Bobby, Mr. America from N- uh, NXW. 
He said China, who is going in this year mm-hmm. with DX. Should have been on her own, but you yeah. know. No, I got you. Yeah. Get get her in, get her in. Uh the fits, he said China, Awesome Kong, Sable, Ivory, and Charlotte. Charlotte eventually, yeah. Ivy went in last year. Ivory went yeah, Ivory went in last year and yeah, like you said, China's going in this year. Sable definitely should get in. And Charlotte's going to down the road. Oh, yeah. Like she now holds the um she holds that title for the most women's yeah. championships. Eight now. championship just like just like her father. And then uh Awesome Kong. I can see Awesome Kong for uh Impact's Hall of Fame. Yeah. But not so much WWE Hall of Fame. No. Yeah, I was just listening to what you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Staring over here off like stably at me. No, I was just listening. All right, who did you have for this week? Uh, Who did I have for this week? Um, Well, with the retirement of Biggie Bella um, that was released this week, I do think that the Bellas will be in the Hall of Fame very soon, especially with the publishment that WWE did uh, send out stating that she would be a WWE Hall of Famer. So I do believe that Nikki Bella and Brie Bella will be in the Hall of Fame very soon, um, especially with both of their retirements going on air both this week and last week. Um, I do believe they both deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. They did bring a lot to the women's. Oh! oh you didn't yes. silence the fucking phone. Oh, I forgot. This is my the bad. this is like the movie theory. You understand? Oh, I, mean, I never had my phone on. And the worst part is you, you lost your you lost your train of thought, which isn't easy to come back to. Holy <laughs> shit! So um, the Bellas and did you have anybody else? Did or? you have the well, Bellas? Did you have the Bellas joining together individually? I think that they should be individual, but because they are the Bellas and they did come out as one of the first women tag teams to be so popular, because tag team women's was not a thing to ever go so high in the women's division. It was mm-hmm. not a thing that was broadcast, so there was no women's title. It was not a thing that was popular, but they really made what the women's tag team championships what they are today because they brought that to the women's division where a lot of women did not. So I really do think that they should be joined together as the first tag team women's title champions to enter the Hall of Fame because they really brought... But they haven't been tag team title champions. No, but they are the reason for tag team title champions because there was never a tag team title in the women's division. Like, it wasn't heard of. It wasn't a thing. But the Bellas brought that to the women's division. That's two out of (laughs) five. Yeah, it's it's freaking five. Not freaking whatever you want. Um, I think that Stephanie McMahon should also be in the Hall of Fame. Which she, she will down the road, yeah. Yeah. I do think I do think that she is very forgotten about the, she was a wrestler and she's amazing in the ring. Like she's a great trainer. Um, I do think down the road Natalia should definitely be in because she's like one of those star players. Even with today, she trains all the girls, like all the girls, even in NXT, they all train with her. And eventually she will be. But like I just I love Natalia. But um as far as like Women go, um, Melina, she was a great enforcer. Uh, she was a great bad guy. She had awesome mic skills. And I think she would have been great in the Hall of Fame. She's really forgotten about. But um, I think she was great. She made people hate her. You know um, why she's forgotten about? No. Because she's just... easily forgettable. No. She she was great in the <laughs> she ring. She did nothing. She was amazing. She All really... she did is sleep with Batista. No. That's it. <laughs> she was with the... Oh, not, uh, what's his name now? Johnny Mundo. But uh, back in the day, he was Johnny... Uh, Nitro. Nitro. Yeah. And then, Eminem. 
Which, yeah, she could definitely go in as a manager. Um, she, I think she was Diva Champion a couple of times. So, I mean, she definitely has the ability. But your list is kind of one-sided. What about one-sided Vicky to, like, Guerrero? She was Vicky, amazing. Yeah, I agree with I Vicky, believe absolutely. she should be in the Hall of Fame. You need, you need, you need to determine your five. You have, to, you have to make a set five. Yeah, now you're at six. six. Yeah, you're oh, at six I? now. Sorry, I started going. Well, she, wait, she I had, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, you lost me. That she had five. six with the Bellas being separate or together? No, that was five. It, Brie and Nikki, well, I guess if you did Natalia, Bellas together, that's five. Melina, and Vicky, that was five. You also said Stephanie McMahon. Oh, shit, sorry. My bad. Even I count. know your list. <laughs> I get off track if I just start talking about women. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, T, what did you have for yours? Um, God, you know what? I really want to tell you, but I'm like 50 seconds away from winning this Bailey's. <laughs> you say Bailey? Hold Bailey, on, yeah. let, let me, I'll go ahead and do mine, yeah, you and, do then, your and then we'll come back to you. Yeah, do yours, yeah, yeah. So I had yeah. Tara. This is what I do when I'm not hosting. <laughs> <laughs> so I had Tara, okay. and then I had Luna Bashan as a manager. Tara also, is Victoria. Victoria. Uh, Melina, also as a manager. Maurice. Maurice, yeah. And Michelle McCool. Maurice, man. Okay. She's pretty, she was a woman's diva. I, uh, who was uh, Michelle McCool's tag team partner? Uh, Layla. Layla. They were Lay Cool. Oh, that's right. Do you think um, Do you think Layla should get into the Hall of Fame? I would think if they if they could go in together, that would be possible because they were pretty prominent and they they had some great matches together against each other once they broke up. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think they're both. Boom! <laughs> Whoa! He won. <clears throat> I won. I got my Bailey. Got your Bailey. I got my Whoa. Bailey. Okay, uh, so my freaking five. Yeah, let me get to it. Um, which is interesting with your guys is because you guys did a lot of like um, early two thousands and current ones, which I'm surprised that you didn't pick the. Um, oh God, who's the <clears throat> the. Um, I can't remember why. I, maybe she was Japanese from WWF, like back in the oh, day. Oh, the Bull Narcano that yeah, I always I'm surprised yeah. I didn't pick her. I, I, I thought I thought she would be on your list. She was close, and I almost put Gail Kim, but then it was like her WWE Cl- run. Close was. to who, Maurice? No, I would have put her in over Melina. I was shocked that you picked uh, Melina. Honestly, I didn't think that would be on your list. Right. So my freaking five: uh, Victoria, right? Tara, if you will, Molly Holly. Uh, I Mickey, Molly went in. Molly has gone in yet. No, no. She uh, she inducted um, Ivory. No, was it Ivory? I thought it was. Maybe I know she inducted somebody. It might have been Ivory. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Mickey James. Oh yeah. Did I say Gail Kim already? No. No. Okay, so Victoria, Gail Kim, Molly Holly, Mickey James, and Miss Elizabeth. Nice. Ah, yeah. It's actually shocking that <clears throat> Miss Elizabeth isn't in already. You know, it was weird because like when I was kind of like looking up, when I was trying to look at the Hall of Fame to find out who like was and wasn't in the Hall of Fame as far as women go. Yeah, which is weird because I never realized that there was no Hall of Fame ceremony between like '96 and '03. Yeah, we had talked about that before. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they sit there and they list. You know, obviously, you know, the fabulous Moolah and Mae Young are in there. Uh, China's going in this year. They they have Lita, they have Trish Stratus, uh, Beth Phoenix went in, yeah. Ivory gone in, everything. It it was weird, and you know, Myth Elizabeth was never in there. I thought maybe she was, especially you know, you know, dying so long ago that that would have happened for us. But 
they came up with this list of blacklisted wrestlers and stuff like that. Like when I was she's on there. Her. It's, yeah, it's weird to think. Like, I, th- I think it has a lot to do with her and Luger, and the way she yeah. may have died with the, I believe, the drug overdoses, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she owed, yeah she yeah. deed on uh I think it was painkillers. Yeah. yeah, and Luger Luger looks terrible nowadays. I mean, it, life just kind of shit all over him after that. I think he's a preacher now. Um, Hall of Fame induction, Heart Foundation. Yeah, why is it only uh, Jim and Brett? Yeah, where's Bulldog Owen Pillman? Pillman. Yeah. It doesn't seem right. No, there, there's something screwy about that. And I know a lot of it has to do, like, may have to do with um, Owen's wife. I don't think wants Owen's name to be ever associated with ID ever again. I think that may be a reason why he's not part of it. But you have, I mean, you can't, there's no point in having the Hart Foundation go in if you already have one guy who's already a Hall of Famer. You might as well just put Jim in on his own. Right. Because now you're just saying that Jim has no um, validation to go into the Hall of Fame by himself unless he's stuck with Bret Hart, who already has that induction. It's almost the same with Harlem Heat. Like, what's the point of having just a tag team if, you know, it's just a way to get Stevie Ray into it? I mean, you already put Booker into it. Right. Well, I mean, Booker obviously went He deserved in. it. Booker oh, yeah. deserved it. I'm not going to take that yeah. away from him in any way. But the Hart Foundation, it, it should have been at least Pillman and the Bulldog with them. Mm-hmm. At least. I can understand the Owen and his wife is totally against the WWE because of the things that did occur. Um, we did see Jeff Jarrett try to reach out on the last Hall of Fame to the wife to help get Owen in. Yep. Deservedly so. And he probably yeah. would have had a Hall of Fame career that we would still talk about today. He may even still be wrestling in some way, shape, or form like Hopefully not like Ric Flair did. Right now? Owen? He'd definitely be in the back by now. I don't think he'd still be wrestling He'd, right he'd probably be a trainer or something. Yeah. Or like a Fit Finley kind of role. Yeah. He'd probably be like the kind of guy who, who'd be up in Canada doing like prospecting and stuff like that. Trying to find the next big guy. Maybe a GM. Oh god, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be fun cool. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, I think... Having the Heart Foundation go in, which is deserving because we've talked about the Heart Foundation going in, it just makes no sense to me when it's only two people. Right. It, you don't just put D-Generation X in as Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Right. You stuck everybody who was in there. Yeah. Which, you know, Rick Rude's not mentioning that. That's true, too. Hmm. Has he been put in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Rick Rude, Rick Rude uh, went in on his own. But... I mean, everyone else is doubling up now and all this shit. I mean, especially this year, you have Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and Booker T all going in for a second time all together. Right. Which is weird to think that this is the first ever Hall of Fame where there's three factions going in. Like, right now, they only have two individuals going in on their own. That's Honky Tonk and Tony Wilson. Well, there is rumor that the next announcement is going to be Brutus, the barber. I can see that. Beefcake? Yeah, Yeah. I can see that. I, I mean... Hope he goes in as Havoc from NWL. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he comes out with the giant fucking scissors. God, yeah. <laughs> but. I, I don't know. I mean, you, Bam Bam. Vader. Vader. Yeah. To me, those are bigger names, but those are also the guys I was yeah. more. No ECW of. this year. No. A lot of ECW guys deserve to go in. Yeah, we had talked about that before. Dreamer. Too. Dreamer, 
Taz. Taz. I don't think Taz will ever go in, though, because of their estranged relationship. Taz will go in. Yeah, but you can't even look at, like, the estranged relationships anymore. I mean, like, look at the Warrior and Bret Hart and all that shit when it comes to Dynamite. Jeff Jarrett. You know, over time. Jeff Jarrett, yeah, all that. Well, it'd be interesting to see if they if they continue on with that um, Sandman, possibly. Sandman, I can see going in, yeah. Rhino. Sabu. Sabu, yeah, Sabu. Yeah, definitely. Well, the Sheik went in. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, the Sheik. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Heyman will obviously go yeah. in at some point Paul in time. Definitely, oh, yeah. Definitely used to. He deserves that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit. Killing it, host. Let's <laughs> go. Killing it. Killing it. All right. So we did reach out. We asked for questions from everybody. Um, you got a lot of them from your Contest of Champions group. Yep. Nothing from anybody else. So. No. Well, no, that's not true. And I did list this. This is uh, uh, Bob W. Uh, went through Facebook. Okay. Um, as well as uh, Jason came through uh, Facebook as well. So we did get two from Facebook. The rest oh, of them did come from Marvel Country. Great from Facebook, Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. Brandy actually did do. I said I don't think I wrote it on. Wrote it on there, did I? Yeah. I don't see it. No, I didn't. So we'll start with that one since I forgot to write it on there. So Brandy's question to us was, um, like, how did we decide and what did we do to start up this uh, podcast? We just talked about it and did it, really. Yeah. Um, you don't, do you remember the whole story? I remember oh, it was a vision. I remember long conversations, like, I think a couple conversations on the phone between you, me, and Alan. Yeah, but even before that, like, where the idea came up with. I mean, I remember the story. I can no, tell I, this. I, can I, tell I, I honestly don't. I, I remember talking about it and cool. discussing what we are going to talk about. But. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell the story about how, like, the first idea came up. So... You and Liz were hanging out at uh, Route 50. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you called me up to ask me if I wanted to hang out, which I've never been a big fan of that bar, which nothing against that bar. I just, you know, it's just not my kind of place. Right. It's not your spot. Yeah. So I went up there and I met with you guys and everything. And I was talking to you about doing a podcast. But not even like with like really me. Just, it, it, this was kind of like the beginning of the whole, like, freaking network, trying to, like, grow things off and starting up yeah, podcasts. You were doing the, yeah. just freaking show, right? This yeah. freaking show was yeah. the uh, only one I was doing at the time, yeah. And I asked you about it, and you actually told me that a friend, you and a friend of yours were talking about doing a podcast, where you guys would just talk about just, I can't remember what it was, like, it was, like, music or random show, like, that, comics and stuff. Movies and, uh, yeah. like, pop culture, yeah. Yeah, so um, you mentioned that, so yeah. you are talking about that and everything, and... I mentioned something about doing a wrestling podcast and not so much, you know, me, you know, running it, just being a guest on it because I wanted to do more podcasting. I just don't want to host more podcasts and all that. So. Right. So obviously that didn't work out because here I am. Fucking <laughs> 66%. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, that's how it all started. And that actually was because um, we started the podcast in July of 17, but we had this conversation in like the fall of 16. Because we started going to SCW shows and all that stuff before we even started the podcast. Because even look at the, because oh, so even look at the history and the stories and everything from Facebook. It talks about us going to SCW shows. We did uh, Facebook Live episodes uh, here, post SCW shows, talking about the podcast starting up. Because we we're trying to figure out how to do it and everything. And the thing is, when it comes to this freaking show, Derek is the one that edits all my shows. I sent it down to him, and he does all that shit. So it took me a bit to kind of learn how to do it myself. Then we started the show in uh, June of 17, and it ran for about a year, and then we took a break. And then we came back. Yeah, came back and... Uh, stronger and back. 
We came back. What was it? We came back. We did like one episode in November, an episode in December. <laughs> We're back three times. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then we started uh, continuously through January and just uh, had to go out running. And but yeah, no, the biggest thing was just uh, because of you know we we talked about podcasting, came up with an idea on it. And the thing is, like, we wanted to start and focus just on independent wrestling, and it just kind of turned into more than that. I, I think the great thing was is like we clicked to where we had always talked about wrestling beforehand. And now we're just like, give us a microphone. We're going to tell everybody about our opinions. And that's the easiest thing when it comes to, especially to our podcast. It's just like, we're just sitting at the bar bullshit. Right. Like, you know, it's not, it's not like this, like this fucking like extravagant fucking like, you know, setup and everything. I mean, we're sitting at a folding table for God's sakes. (laughs) I mean, and it's a great time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just just us bullshitting and talking, you know, maybe one day down the road. Yeah. You know, there'll be a studio and all this stuff for, especially for Freaknet Studios. Right. Uh, You know, and the overall goal is, you know, YouTube and more content and all the other stuff and. Taking over the world one podcast at a time. Yeah. So for right now, you know, it's just, this is what we're doing. This is our idea and we're, we're moving forward with it. Got the uh, merchandise and everything, which we're going to talk about later on at the end of the show. And, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's my answer to the question anyway, so. All right, so. Right answer. Fuck yeah, it is. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You saved Mr. 66% <laughs> earlier. <Huh? laughs> you're like, 66%? I'm like, if you're 36%, that's 99. <laughs> Sorry. You can be ahead. the 1%. <laughs> can I? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> All right, best wrestler of all time. Oh, man. T, <laughs> since someone's thinking. Best wrestler of all time. Uh, I guess, like, realistically, I should I should have fucking thought about these more. Of all time, the best wrestler probably has to be Shawn Michaels. Athletic-wise and promos and everything has to be Shawn Michaels. Really? I'm okay. shocked you said that. And I, you know, I wanted to say AJ, but to be honest with you, AJ's promos and uh, like interviews and stuff like that is not nah. on par of like what oh, Shawn no, Michaels yeah. does. And Hulk Hogan, who is also probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, he doesn't. He never had that in ring athleticism that Shawn Michaels is able to bring. So when you sit there and like you know, it's, you sit there, you kind of have to balance it out. Like who entertains you? Who you know, both on the microphone and in the ring, and who gives you something more than just you know a body slam, a boot, and a leg drop? So and, and when the music hits, and you just get excited to see that person too comes into play. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. I mean, like a lot of it, it's like you know, you, you can say Austin, you can say Undertaker, but. Overall, it's like it, you, there's no match that's more exciting than a Shawn Michaels match. I don't know. The Rock is pretty great. You hear that that sound kick off, and everybody goes wild because you know what to expect greatness. He's he's fast in the ring. He's great on the mic. He's a crowd. You can hate him and love him at the same time. Like he is one of the best, and he's done. He doesn't even have to be a wrestler. You see him just kind of like John Cena. They had that charismatic charisma. Like you see them, they're like the face of WWE. But The Rock to me is like one of the best wrestlers of all time. I'm going to go Undertaker because to me, he reinvented himself many times over successfully every time. Uh, Entering ability, big man, able to climb the ropes and do that stuff. Oh, that presence. Oh, 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 man. Love it. Oh, man. I got got a little bit of stuff there. It's goofy to think that like every time you know the Undertaker is going to be in a match, you know it and Undertaker is going to fucking, you know what's going to happen in it, but... It still gets you every time. Yeah. Well, a lot of the wrestlers even say how intimidating that yeah. entrance is, and he just comes down slow. Yeah. Even when he did uh, American Badass, mm-hmm. 
big old bike. Yeah. That's fucking scary too. The only yeah. the only thing about the Undertaker I never liked um, was during the, like certain points, like when he sh- like shaved his head into like a mohawk. Or like wore like that cloak thing. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of the leather jacket and the cowboy hat. The, the ministry, his ministry look to me wasn't the greatest. Well, not even that cloak. It was the it was a newer one. Oh, the newer, the, 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 like the body okay. tight yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was not a big not fan a of that. You know, when he when he faced uh, Triple H for the second time, and he shaved his head into that mohawk, and they just had that really tight fucking. I think cloak he had thing. to have surgery, and they had to shave his. He did, they yeah. Had to shave. Oh, I thought so he, he just I thought he just fucking hated long hair because that's why I read an article always he just hated maintaining it. Really? But yeah, I mean the ministry one I wasn't big I wasn't just I was never really a big fan of the cloak thing. Kinda of brought back to that whole Mordecai fucking thing that was going on. But the the trench coat, the leather trench coat, the hat and everything. Fucking even back in the nineties with the big blue gloves. Oh uh, the the purple ones sometimes. Yep. He, he was scary. But I would also, for a woman, for the one of the greatest women, I would have to say be Trish Stratus. Yeah. I agree. Definitely. Um, but the problem is, this is the greatest wrestler of all times. You can't pick two. I can. You can't. I want to. There's mm. too many just to pick one. We'll edit her out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why don't have stable? Why don't they have stables anymore? That's what it says. Why don't have stables <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I was kind of trying to write this out as quick as possible. So, yeah, so basically he was asking was, why don't you see as many stables in wrestling, you know, like you used to? I, I think, to me, it got a little out of hand at one point in time, especially in WCW with the NWO, where practically everybody was in the NWO. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at WCW back then, you had the NWO, the LWO, the Four Horsemen, um, the Misfits in Action. In action. The Flock. Right. The flock, um, the um, fucking three count. Oh Jesus! Three Everyone was a group. Uh, yeah. The, uh, oh, the, the Millionaires Club, the New Breed, Jericho and our uh, uh, Chris Jericho and the what's his name? The other dude. <laughs> Their attack team is Chris Jericho and the WCW. Oh Wait. fuck no! <laughs> well, I thought I'm pretty sure we've said fuck like five or six oh. times. <laughs> Well, no, they're they're talking more about stables, not tag teams, oh, like three okay. or more and stuff like that. Um, oh. no, I mean WWF, uh, they had a history of uh, wrestlers and like factions and stuff of their own, but it's nice to take a break from it. Now they are kind of rebuilding it a little bit. Like they had the Wyatt family, they had to go away, yeah. but now they have um, sanity. Not sanity, but I'm thinking of NXT. Uh, Adam, Adam. Oh, Cole. undisputed era. Undisputed era. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be a pretty good faction to come up into wrestling eventually. Um, but yeah, they have Sanity, which you really, I mean, the only thing I've seen from Sanity in the last few months is when he came out with, uh, Shane McMahon last week, which made no yeah, sense. It, it, so. But New Day, they've been the longest, uh, New Day, yeah. for a while. Yeah. So, so there, there are stables here and there, but I think that they're, they're okay not, you know, flooding, uh, the scene with the stables. It can just uh, happen naturally and move from there. I mean, and that's the biggest thing too, that. you know, you... You have to find a stable that actually works. You know, if a stable doesn't work, then it's just not going to stick around. You know, it's not going to have that longevity. Like the Four Horsemen, DX, NWO. Oh, yeah. You know, it's always going to have nostalgia, evolution, and shit like that. The Spirit Squad. <laughs> they were a thing. They were five guys. And they were around for a while. Impact had Aces and Eights, which was pretty... <laughs> yeah. It, st- it started off good, but then it just kind of tapered off. Once, once Devon got revealed... You knew yeah. Bubba was gonna join. Oh yeah. So yeah, aces and ace, but I mean, even like you had Fortune, 
Um, the main main event mafia. Yeah, main event mafia. Uh, who have the fucking Hulk Hogan one? I just can't remember the hell it was. Uh, the Immortal? Canadians. Oh, what was the Canadian one too? It was Eric Young, Bobby Team Canada. Team Canada. It, was, it was just Team Canada. Yeah. yeah. And that was one. Excuse me. That was one of the original TNA Impact um, fucking uh, groups. Yeah. But Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Well, yeah, Bullet Club is. Yeah. That they're pretty prominent. Uh, was it SC SoCal? Is uh, Christopher Daniels and Kaz and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name and Ring of Honor. They got going on right now. Yeah. Well, then even Impact now, they got the, what, One Versus All or whatever the hell it's called? OVA or... Oh, OVE? no. OVE. Ohio Versus Everything. All right. Or Everyone. Whatever it is. Why isn't WWE using Bobby Roode right? Or are they using him right? They're not using him right. No, not at all. No. Uh, they don't have anything for him. It's just sad to see him get lost in a shuffle, especially with Gable. Yeah. I mean, Gable has no charisma as far as I'm concerned. No, no. he They, they dropped the ball with him, too. They, sh- they should have kept American Alpha together. They would have been a great tag team. Um, but no, they're not using him, right? He just he just got lost in the shuffle of everything, and that's the thing that sucks. He had the opportunity to do a lot more, but he just didn't. What the hell does this say? I don't fucking know. You're the host. You wrote it. I know. That's crazy. Okay. Some stars, teams push too quickly. What? what I don't, that's what you wrote. Some that doesn't sound right. Push too quickly. Uh, some stars and teams are pushed too quickly. So, they're asking, like, why does that he push people too quickly? Kind of like. Oh, and then forget about him? Yeah. Kind of like Sheamus when he first came out. He, like, went for the title, and then they, he had it for a while, and then they just dropped him, and then he came back with his tag team with, uh... Yeah, it, I think he's roughly more like Finn Balor. Yeah, Finn Balor. They pushed him way too hard, gave him the title right away, yep. and now they're not doing anything with him. And I think it really affects uh, the integrity of the character when you do something like that. Unfortunately, you're not going to agree with it. AJ's the exception of it. Oh, AJ. A- they pushed him, and he fucking grabbed onto it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. just took... Uh, SmackDown started beating Raw in ratings. And that's because of AJ. He's got that stuck-up charisma like Rob Van Dam. And I can't stand it. He thinks he's just better than everybody. Like, he thinks he's so much better. And then it's like, if he... Like, he is so much better. He's not. Think of Chris Jericho. You're probably AJ the only person... You're probably the only person in the world that considers RVD stuck-up. He is so stuck-up. Rob Van Dam. Stuck-up as fuck. Cannot stand him. Do you ever watch him in the ring? He points his nose up. Like, he is so stuck on himself. And his body language is disgusting to watch. He's a very, like, one-person wrestler. You can see it. Body language explains everything. What do you mean by one-person wrestler? He is too into himself. I do not like the way he wrestles. I think he's sloppy. He's got one good move, and that's the flop, the frog splash, and that's pretty much it. You realize Everyone that the greatest wrestler in the world that you said was is the most egotistical person in the world? Not at all. He's referred to himself as The Rock. The Rock, because can you smell The Rock he, is cooking? He calls himself the most electrifying man he in sports He is an electrifying man. And you want to talk about amazing. egotistical? 
Rob Van Dam sucks. Every wrestler in the world is egotistical. Oh, definitely. Everybody. No, but definitely. Rob Van Dam, you can just see John it. Cena. John Cena is, is the most egotistical person in the world. And the most giving person in the world. No, he's not. He does, he fulfills more Wish Foundations than any other wrestler. To make himself look good, yeah. No, because he really cares for the kids and the things that they're going oh, he through. Does he has it? a heart for he the kids. He cares about looking good. No, he has a heart. Because he, he knows. Because he, he knows that like their camera no, takes a picture of him helping out a child, nope. it gets him more money on no, sales of his all. shirts and not merchandise. He really does care he for those kids. He doesn't give a shit. He totally does. He and does that's not what give makes John Cena great. If more wrestlers cared so much, even Dan O'Brien, when they had the whole foundation with that kid that died, and they did that whole thing, that was magnifying. Like, it just makes them more of a person to relate to than someone who's so stuck on themselves. You never see AJ Styles doing stuff like that. You never see Rob Van well, Yeah, because he doesn't like need that. cameras there but to do good deeds. But they need to. They are so into oh themselves. You never see them reaching out to their community and helping their community or doing better as a whole. Everything is always on them all the time. They don't reach out. They don't do anything. And you don't see them do anything. That's not true. It, you don't see them do okay, anything. Okay. Do you realize they you just suck. contradicted everything you just said? No, I've you said never that AJ, heard anything. You said that AJ's always on himself. You just said you never see him do anything. I know. I've never heard of it. So how can John Cena is constantly talked about about his wish foundations yeah. and the stuff that he does for yeah, the community. Yeah, of course he is. Even Daniel Bryan is like yeah, he needs to be. No, he doesn't have if to. He didn't, if he didn't do make a wish, he'd be not. If nothing. more wrestlers he did that, like Rob Van Dam and AJ Styles, then maybe AJ Styles would be okay. But you're, AJ you're Styles is talking back when Rob like Van Dam wrestled. It wasn't. They didn't John do a Cena whole lot of stuff. Also, wrestled at the same time period as Rob Van Dam. RVD beat John Cena. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because he's awesome. Oh god. But you never hear anything about AJ Styles doing anything like that. Well, it's probably because he's he too busy with his family like that, and taking care of his wife and children. my opinion of him would change, but he yeah. is so stuck on himself. And it's just the way he yeah. presents himself, as you can see it. He doesn't think he has to contribute. And, like, people no, like not. Daniel Bryan and hey, John um, Cena, they Saudi reach out Arabia. to their community. AJ they went, right? They out. Oh, yeah. For, AJ, uh, AJ what did Saudi you Arabia? say? John Cena did popular, John Cena did all that. He went to Iraq. He, he didn't go to Saudi Arabia. He, no, he didn't. He did not go to Saudi Arabia. He, Neither did Daniel Bryan. So? But AJ they did. They've done yep. everything else. They but went to Iraq AJ while sure the did. war was going. Did AJ go to Iraq while the war was going on? No, I don't think so. He wasn't with WWE at the time. Doesn't matter. Did he go? No, he didn't go. I don't know. He was probably in New Japan. Doesn't matter. He didn't Killing go. it. Didn't right. go. That's okay. Because he went to Saudi Arabia. Which makes him a better person than John Cena. Definitely doesn't. Because John Cena's too political when it comes How to his life. How many Make-A-Wish does AJ, AJ Styles do? Do you want me to Google it? Yeah. Okay. You keep going with your questions. All right, so <laughs> what is the greatest faction? Ah, uh, shit. For me, it's got to be the Horseman. You know, I was going to say the Horseman, too. Um, I want to say, uh, original NWO before everyone started joining... Was probably really good back in the uh, you know the late ninety days yeah. of W. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the original uh, NWO before everyone started joining up. And what would you say? <laughs> we just talked about factions. Um, I don't really understand that word. <laughs> Faction groups, stables. Well, oh, we like just gave groups? you two examples: Four Horsemen, NWO. Um, I would have to say the Hardy Boys. I'm sorry, they're a tag team, but they are a faction. It's not a faction. They are like a product of themselves. They are like huge. Or the Hardy Boys, they're a thing. And then they had Lita, so it was the Hardy Boys and Lita, so there you go, there's three. So egotistical. 
So yeah. the second half of that question, the greatest tag team. DX. Oh. <laughs> greatest. You tag you just you just reverse those two things. Dyslexic. Happens. I get confused. Dudley's has to be on the list. Oh, Dudley's definitely. Um, Edge and Christian. I actually I can't even put them in a tag team now. Really? Why? They accomplished so much on their own. Yeah, they they had more singles. They did so much as a tag team as well. Not really. They just did so much in like a short period of time. Well, then the Hardys, the Dudley Boys, and their uh, letters, chairs, Hardys. Don't reason Hardys are together because they can't do anything solo anymore. Jeff Hardy can. No, he can't. He definitely can't. No, he can't. You see the whisper in the wind? He just falls backwards. Yeah. Um, Tag team wise, probably I'm going to go Dudley's. Dudley's? Yeah, Dudley's. Mary? I would go with Nikki Bella and Brie Bella. That makes sense. <laughs> sure it does. <laughs> um, I always enjoyed the APA. I yeah. Oh, to me, they classic. they you know and they come around every now and again. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was JBL before he turned rich, snobby guy. Yeah, well, it was also pretty cool. I mean, the APA actually started out as the acolytes in the ministry. Yeah. So it was cool. Like, I mean, they're one of the few that. Rebranded themselves. I can appreciate some JBL. I love JBL. He's great. Greatest catchphrase. Oh, man. <sighs> to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Ooh, that is that. You know what? I, I think, man, I don't think I can beat that one. Are you gonna try? You can We're light, but you can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. Uh, I was going to say, woo! Let me see flare. It's a forever, forever a popular site. Or Sting. Yeah. Or uh, we can go with the Yes Movement. That's huge. Wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> what could have saved ECW? Investments definitely, uh, you know. Honestly, the biggest problem I think with ECW is really hard to catch. You kind of answer this because I didn't watch a lot of ECW. So I, I would yeah. say, really? pr- well, production. Yeah. They they were always kind of a low key production. Yeah. Um, they didn't have didn't really advertise. Heyman wasn't the greatest financial mind to be running it. Creative, yes, but yeah, as the run finance and stuff like that wasn't great. They didn't have a set time slot on it, any channel. You had to find them randomly. Yeah, probably one of the biggest things that happened with them is they tried to do way too much before they are capable of doing it. Right. Um, I think they are just pouring more money out and doing something. I mean, like, they, yeah, they were saving money by like, having the wrestlers do a lot of, like, the back work. But, I mean, yeah, I, I think sponsors and so that they should have definitely looked into getting more of. All right. Greatest women wrestler of all time. Women's wrestler? Women's wrestler. Oh, man. I don't know how this is hard for you. You said Trish earlier. Right. Well, Trish, but then if it wasn't for Mae Young and... Um, Mae uh, Young sucked. Oh, my God. No. Don't. If it wasn't for that. Don't. No. Why? Don't. They were the start. Don't. Jesus. No. Don't. Don't say oh, May what Young. is her name? Why can I say they had the May Young? First off, first off, you've never seen her wrestle. Actually, I have watched. 
No, they are videos. You've yes, never I seen. Have. You've never seen. And she has shown up in the WWE and had a flight on the air. Yes, she did. If you want so to, so she got Bubba Bomb when she's eighty. When Still, she's eighty years old, eighty years old oh, and kicking God. ass. Hell yeah. Oh God! Wouldn't it be great if your eighties, eighty years old, and in the fucking middle of WWE, just fucking kicking ass? It'd be fucking awesome. Bit. Not one bit. She slept around a bunch of divas. So she's still I mean, no, nah, no, bitch no. slapped some bitches and called it a day. <laughs> no, but I think we well, we, there's a lot for women. Uh, May Young is a huge attribute. You're such a mark, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just think like, like there's reason for women wrestling. Hurry and um, you're, God, what is her oh, name? God, you're pandering now. I am not. Oh, yeah. the girls Um, but they are the reason that women have wrestling today. So who is who? Who is the greatest female wrestler of all time? There's so many, but I, I'm just going to give it to Okay. I'm going to actually go, uh, I'm going to go China because power, she was athletic. She did the handspring elbow into the thing, into the thing, into the corner. <laughs> I think she trained, she brought up the women's champion when she was first intercontinental. We're going with transcend? Yeah. Okay. Just shocking. Yeah. See, you knew where I was going. <laughs> I believe she was the first woman intercontinental champion. Only, I think. Only. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah. First woman to um, enter a male's world, uh, men's world rumble. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean. China, yeah. Um, it's difficult, ain't it? Yeah. I'm going to say Charlotte. Charlotte. I, I give you that. Yeah. I think of every wrestler that's come into the DE, I think she shows the most athleticism. Probably the most athletic. Backflips. Oh, fuck yeah. Charlotte. Should WWE buy Impact? Yes. No. Why? Because they'll ruin their own brand. How? They have their own brand. They're Impact Wrestling. Why does WWE need to buy them? When they have made it on their own this far. It would just be marked as another WWE thing and it'd be the same storyline. So it wouldn't be different wrestling. I'm going to say yes to get the all the video packages yeah. for... And to own NWA. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Billy Corgan owns NWA. Yeah, but I thought that was all part of uh, Impact. Or no? I don't think yeah, so. I think they partnered up. I don't uh, think they're under the same umbrella. Um, No, I think they should just because Impact, I think, is slowly falling apart on its own. Um, And I think there is a bunch of talent that's in Impact that could benefit from going to NXT. And a lot of his video and you know, stuff like that. Get the old AJ Styles, the Samoa Joes, uh, Daniels, Rude, yeah. all those guys. Uh, Ronda heel, heel turn storyline. Dumb. I I don't like. I like that she went heel. I don't like the way that she did it. No, you know what I mean. No, they could have done everything a lot better with that. I think. Um... I don't understand why they had to get her husband involved. I don't. I I did like how she was like saying how WWE is not MMA. Right. Like, like you know, like she's. Showing more of how fake everything really is, but she's not really following up on it. It's kind of goofy. And plus, her husband being part of it, dumb. This is a loaded question. Benoit in the Hall of Fame. No. It'll never happen. No. Definitely not. None. And then the last question we got. He should be, but he never will. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get, yeah, definitely. Uh, 2004 Royal Rumble. Holly versus... Brock match. Well, should I, I guess I should have read these and watched this match. Holly versus Brock. Say it again. It says Holly versus Brock. 
I'm oh. guess hardcore Holly. Yeah, that was the. Um, he was talking about the match where I believe um, Brock Lesnar broke um, hardcore Holly's neck on the powerbomb. That was the one where uh, remember back in ACW when they were talking about William Regal getting like you know like shooting on Goldberg. Yeah, it was the same thing. Uh, so it was basically Holly not being happy with Brock Lesnar yeah, getting the push and everything was, and kind of like you know working stiff with him and making him actually work for it. It wasn't a bad match, but I mean, it, Holly went for uh, went into business uh, for himself. I always enjoyed Holly though. Yeah, I remember when he came on as the NASCAR driver, and then slowly, Cra- uh, yeah, <laughs> and Crash Holly came yeah. in and Molly Holly. There was um, there was another one that was a very long fucking uh, question that was asked. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Okay, here it is. Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot how long that was. Uh, Pro wrestling is a sport that has continued to evolve like all sports do. This has led to new trends and a growing, changing culture. What do you think is the most beneficial new trend and or culture of pro wrestling? I would say the striking has gotten a lot better over the years. A lot of people are focusing more on like forearm shots and yeah. then like the punches and everything, which it gives it more of a realistic thing. Um, I mean, obviously the biggest one is, uh, you know, how women evolved to be part of the uh, brand. And not even WWE, like everywhere. You know, it's like Mary said last week, you know, when we're talking about Lucha Underground, it's like, you know, they have the women fight the men. I mean, that kind of, I mean, that all happened when we still had divas. Yeah, that's very true. Um and of course, uh, social media is a huge thing nowadays too. I think social media kind of killed kayfabe, though. Oh, it did. And no, that, and that, that, that was sad. That's yeah. sad. Um, second part of it was, um, let's see here. This is who the fuck sent this? I can't remember. Anyways, I'm a fan of the classics, and I believe classics are classics for a reason. Who do you think shaped the foundational culture of pro wrestling that has led us to the current culture today? I give my shout out to the Ultimate Warrior, who gave the most entertaining interviews in the history of wrestling, even if one could not understand any of it. To look at from his aspect, Macho Man definitely had one of the most uh, entertaining uh, interviews and stuff like that. But realistically, when you sit there and look at like the culture of how everything is, you look at Mean Gene Okerlund, because you can't really have a good promo or an interview without the guy who does the interviews. True. And it doesn't matter who uh, Gene talked with, you know, he got the best out of everybody. But what about um, the Giant? Um, Andre? Andre, yeah. He, if it wasn't for him, would big guys be as popular as they were? Because he really brought a lot to the table. You're the focusing game. more on wrestling, not yeah. the interviews. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, absolutely. Andre, but he was like insane interviews. I'm, well, the biggest thing with Andre is he had Bob Heenan talk for him. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he gave a presence. I mean, it was nothing that anyone's ever seen before. I mean, before uh, Andre, it was like Big John Studd, if that. Yeah, and I think he was yeah. still maybe even a close to a foot shorter than Andre. Yeah, and with Andre John, I mean, like, he was undefeated for years before Hulk Hogan ended up having that WrestleMania 3 match with him. The body slam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one of my current questions is, if Seth Rollins is allowed to win the championship at Mania, do you still want the WWE to employ Brock? Is Brock worth anything in a feud that doesn't involve a shot at the belt? No. They need to get rid of Brock. Yeah. It's a waste of space. Brock needs to go. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. It's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with him. I mean, he is a draw, 
But because of the talent that they have, they need to kind of like explore more of that. I mean, they need to have a universal champion who's not just there once in a while, like Goldberg and Brock and all that. Yeah, but it needs to, you need to be there at least on the show every week, defend it once a month, and he's just not doing it. Keep Heyman, get rid of Brock. Uh, do you think having another major promotion helped the WWE writing team push themselves? I kind of feel like without the other major promotion pushing them to try new storylines or push the wrestlers to do better in the ring and stuff, it causes it to get stale. I mean, when WCW was going at it, they were doing amazing with storylines and everything else like that. I think you need that competition to make yourself better. Yep. Here's it. Um, yeah, no, I think I think storylines do get a lot better when there's competition out there. Uh, right now, there is no competition that really causes Dirty to worry. Right. So, um, AEW, maybe if it grows, it could be more. But right now, I mean, AEW is no different than, like, Impact. Like, but even Impact is a little bit more than AEW right now. Now, AEW is probably going to grow because they have the money. They got the billionaires, right. like, you know, funded and everything. Yeah, right now they're a t-shirt company. Is yeah. uh, my question is, do you think wrestling is missing top-name talent? I'm a fo- uh, casual follower, so I'm not up on everyone is there currently, but I haven't seen a new wrestler gain national popularity status since John Cena. Seems they're leaning on old fan favorites still. Yesterday you mentioned Triple H, and I was really surprised. He's still a major factor. I love that guy's. I love that guy, but he shouldn't be a guy anymore. He shouldn't be the guy anymore. So do you think uh, wrestling's missing like top name, global name talent, Hulk Hogan, John Cena, stuff like that? Yes, I think they got it. I don't think they got it on that level of. Who do you think that guy Cena. is? Who do you think that guy is? Oh, unfortunately, it's probably Roman that gets right. shoved down our throats. Yeah. Roman Reigns. AJ. Yo. Um, I want to say that's Daniel all. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's got. I mean, he's known worldwide too, so. He's probably one of the biggest in the company right now for Dan, popularity. Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Yeah, he'd probably be more popular if he went to Saudi Arabia, but... <laughs> he was... Just came back from a devastating end, like ending career injury. Yeah, he should have stayed. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> there you go. Career ending and came back. What, what AJ has a thumb around. Oh, we're at 55 minutes. Oh. Do you have your final freaking thought? I do have my final freaking thought. Uh, I'm going to do the uh, pick of the week first, which we discussed right before the show. Yep. And we decided to go with Brian, Batista, and Orton, a triple threat match at WrestleMania 30 for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, which I think is probably the best one to decide on right now just because of Batista coming back to... uh, to wrestling, this is going to be his first WrestleMania back since this WrestleMania. And also with Daniel Bryan going into WrestleMania to take on Kofi Kingston. Right. The B, excuse me, the B-plus player, which Daniel Bryan was looked at in this match as well. So I think it kind of works out best for it. All right. So the f- freaking final thought? Yeah. Final freaking thought, but sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, 33%. 33%. <laughs> WWE burying Asuka. No, they're not burying him. You don't think so? No. they. I think they need a different storyline for it. And honestly, I think there's something with Asuka. I think injury, maybe injury-related or something like that. But it, it's like I said before. I think they're going to change the main event. I think Charlotte's probably going to end up facing Asuka at WrestleMania. 
But no, I don't think they're burying her right now, no. It almost felt like it. Oh, it did. Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't like a burial match, you know. It was just no, it was like, a great match. They, yeah. they put on a hell of a match. Yeah. Um, Moxie Molly, the turn to Kamikaze. That makes sense. I think I called that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I called that a while ago. Not for this match. Um, oh, yeah, we got to do uh, our results from uh, SCW. No, we don't got time for that. Do it next week. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I I knew she was going to do a heel turn. She needed to do a heel turn. I mean, it, her her outfit was cool. She went back, changed, and came out with a whole different attitude and everything, and yeah. then just kicked some ass. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I, I think it definitely gives her a better... Uh, it's going to help her in the long run to not focus so much on fucking children slapping her hand and throwing uh, confetti than it is for her to focus on her. To be egotistical and focus on just her. <laughs> Next NXT call. Uh, like, none, yeah. Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Um, I don't think the whole Unspeed Air is going to come, though. So it'll definitely be Adam Cole or the Velvet Team Dream would probably be a good one, too. But um, Adam Cole. I'm surprised Dream hasn't been called up yet. Yeah. Are you buying into the AEW hype? Not yet. Um, it seems it's just a bunch of people from like Ring of Honor, New Japan, who kind of just, you know, making an additional branch, um, until they get a television, uh, deal and stuff to be televised now. Gargano rumored to go to 205 Live. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Gargano to begin with. I didn't think you were. No, I think, I think him and Corey will put a good two out three falls match on a takeover. Yeah, but. Um, Gargano, I think I think he could be the thing to help out 205 Live, but yeah. There's been talk about making a women's intercontinental championship. Vote. No. Don't think so? I mean, it'd be cool, but they need to, you know, give a lot of focus to the tag team titles first. Maybe down the road, yeah. But they need to get a lot more women in there. And, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say anymore. Or they have a women's show. The SNL guys and the Andre... M- Dumb. Yeah. It's fucking dumb. It makes no fucking sense to me why Saturday Night Live's even part of it. Saturday Night Live's awesome. Yeah, but these nobodies are fucking useless. They, they shouldn't be in the ring. They, they're they great outside the ring and stuff like that. No, but and they're great hosts, and that's what you need for a long show. You need a person that can keep yeah. the audience entertained. Maybe. That's what I don't for. watch Saturday Night Live. I, try really? to stay, I stay away from stupid shows that focus on politics, so yeah. No, it's hilarious. Yeah, if they stayed away from politics, I absolutely would watch it. Same reason I don't watch the Tonight Show or the Late Show. Or well, it's not all about politics. They most make of fun it. of other things. Too. Most of it's politics, especially well these guys who do that daily update thing. Yeah, yeah. it's all political. That's yeah. just about the news. Um, no, and also I think it, it kind of takes away from uh, Braun Strowman. I mean, you want to talk about burying fucking right, which is weird because like I, maybe it's just me, but Braun looks like he's in a lot better shape nowadays. Oh no, he totally is. Yeah, more toned up. Yeah. he's definitely beefed up. Yeah. The Usos forfeit. Good, yeah. I think it added to the storyline. I, I there was, thought that there was, was cool. no there was no way to keep the Usos the kind of tag team they were if they were to lose to the New Day. Right. So I think that was the best way to do it is to allow them to forfeit because it keeps them as like you know the tag team without losing to a tag team who got their ass kicked by everyone else, and they don't want to be known as the guys who cost Kofi the fucking main event. Exactly. Yeah. I I thought it was. It was very classy of them to do. Um, pick a five-man SC, SCW team to go against ARW. Uh, okay. Um, Hunter. <laughs> um, 
Mulligan and uh, Ricochet. I'm assuming Ricochet's an SCW guy right now. Marche. What did I say? Ricochet. Same thing. It's all the same thing. Uh, It's all the same thing. So, Black Irish, I'm assuming they're going to be Team SCW, um, which is weird because I don't see a lot of... I didn't see Marche at the last show. No. So, um, Hunter, Marche, Mulligan. Um... Trying to remember the guy's name. Which one? Uh, the cowboy. Baylock. 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 I think would do good. Um, it just sucks because the Manson family hasn't chosen a side. Um, I don't think they will. Probably not. And um, Gager. I would love for Gager to come back. That'd be cool. And Gager, yeah. So that'd be my five out. Hunter, Marche, Mulligan, Baylock, and uh, Gager. If you had to, who's winning the invasion right now between SCW and ARW? ARW. Yeah, I think so too. It, I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, like you know, like it's you see a lot more of ARW wins in these you know cross brand matches and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know how they're doing it. It blows my mind because I mean, I mean, you think SCW is more of the powerhouse guys? You would think so. Yeah. The, the, the double uh, going through the tables match yeah. last last week? Yeah, two, two, last week. Yeah, yeah. last week. That's a great match. Yeah, no, it, yeah, ARW, I, right now, ARW definitely has SCW's number on everything that's going on. So it's it's weird to think. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen you know, going forward. It's nice to finally see uh, Hunter kind of step up and be that leader. Which we talked about last yeah. week. So, um, yeah, so I'm happy that that happened finally. Um, yeah. Yep. That's all I got really on that. Man. That's, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, that's all time. Cool. So that that was a that was a little bit of a hard list. It's getting harder to make those lists. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, well, it challenges us, man. Yeah, definitely. Right. So, tpublic dot com. Our t shirts are up there. Uh, go there. Search JFW. I am terrible at this. Thing. I know. I'm terrible. You were doing so good at the hosting, man, until this moment. <laughs> until this moment. Uh, I'll do it. Is that okay? Is that okay with you? Can uh, I do yeah, it? Yeah, hey. Wow, just take the lead. Okay, so we talked about last week, JFW, along with this freaking uh, show, are now part of the FreakNet Studios. Yes. And FreakNet Studios has a um, has a store to buy merchandise at. tpublic.com. T-E-P-U. B L I C dot com. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> um, no, if you go to tpublic.com, T E E P U B L I C dot com, type in JFW, you'll find all the shirts there. We got uh, the Mr. 33% Dizzle J shirt, the original Freak Travesty shirt, as well as the JFW logo shirt. Um, we are going to work on more um, shirts going forward. Uh, I just got to get the right designs and stuff for them because we do create them ourselves. But you can buy them from there, get them shipped to your house through tpublic.com. And of course, what's awesome about it is every every product that's bought and sold through T Public, uh, we do uh, get some kind of profit off of it. So it goes back to the company and helps us. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for any kind of merchandise, <laughs> shirts, a brand new shirt, <laughs> what pillows, stickers. Uh, so now you want button. Yeah. So now you want to join. I, I I started remembering stuff. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Why don't you tell them what we have? Stickers, pillows. <laughs> 
Shirts, you get all kinds of t-shirts, long shirts, uh, jerseys. Sweatshirts, yep. Sweatshirts, hoodies. Phone cases. Phone laptop cases. cases. Oh, that's right. Tapestries, uh, posters. The hippie Nelson. thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wall Coffee art. mugs, yeah, travels mugs, yeah. So, and the thing is, like, you know, our logo's up there. Our logo could just get put on anything. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Just search JFW. It's going to come up. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's one of the things that we're happy we finally were able to do. The uh, This freaking show stuff's on there, too, but don't worry about that because uh, you guys are wrestling fans and we want to sell wrestling uh, merchandise. Definitely. Oh, don't forget about the hashtag F Steve shirt. Hashtag oh, F Steve's on there, yeah. Hashtag F Steve is on there. That was one of the there. first original shirt ideas we had. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, we do got a couple more ideas. Um, hashtag where's my dollar yep. will probably be one that we do. Uh, win's a win. Shut uh, your talk hole. Shut your talk hole. Your taco. Or so. talk hole. <laughs> That's a whole different other shirt for that one. <laughs> Shit. Probably yeah. a whole different other podcast. Too. <gasps> and hey, to uh, to you uh, pregos out there who have fucking babies coming along, onesies too. So, yeah. Yeah. Even the little mm. freaks can have something. Little freaks, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Little freaks. Um, yeah. So, yeah, tpublic.com. <laughs> were, were you gonna do it? No, I oh. can't remember how it's spelled public, so I stopped. T E P U B L I C. Okay, I was like, just search JFW. I had to write it in front of my face. Sounds like the Jeff Jarrett. T E E P U B L I C dot com. Just search JFW. I don't like fucking silence, bro. I, I don't like silence either. I'm baffled. This is the first time. So I've don't forget to follow us on Facebook. JFW okay. Podcast. Search it, find us, like us, follow us. We do a lot of fan interaction. Yep. Uh, Twitter. Are we still doing Twitter? We have Instagram. Uh, the only time I ever really use Twitter is when I share some photos from some uh, shows and stuff we go to, but not so much anymore. Photo- Twitter's dying, man. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter is dying, and that's been the report, too. Yeah, Thanks. Facebook and Instagram are what we focus on. Follow us on Instagram. You'll see pictures from shows and yep. stuff like that we put up. Definitely, that show was awesome. Yep. Literally on my seat the whole time. Edge of my seat the whole time. It's not, e- <laughs> not easy being the host, is it? No, not at all, man. <laughs> yeah, Especially yeah, this one. You appreciate me a little more with the... No? Yeah, but no, it's no, it was, no. it was great. So, <laughs> so, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, follow the link on our... Not so much the Twitter. But the Instagram and Facebook. Oh, <laughs> Make sure you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter at JFW Podcast. Let your friends who are wrestling fans know that you can find our shows on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and Spotify. This was just like one big show to fuck with me, wasn't it? Yeah. I, you were killing it until you let her get in your head. <laughs> so easily done. Right. Um, yeah, no, just me. Yeah, make sure you follow us. Uh, again, we hit 900 uh, views on our podcast, and it's all because of you guys. So let's shoot for 1,000. Um, I know we can definitely do it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're going to do that because of you guys. So make sure you follow us. Uh, if you follow us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Podbean, Spotify, Make sure you follow us. Click the follow subscription button. Um, give us a five-star rating. And give us a review on some of that because that does help us out too as well. Not only to kind of get feedback from you guys, but it kind of pushes us up in, um, you know, lists and stuff that iTunes and stuff put out there as far as popular uh, podcasts, which is what we're trying to be. 
And uh, yeah, Facebook, make sure you follow us because we do our freaking five on there. That's where we uh, we do notifications on the shows being released. And uh, we also do the match of the week that Dizzle J puts out of um, every week as well. Uh, that's all I got. How about you? Time to ring a bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. I'm Mr. Mary. And for the 50th time, thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace. Peace.